one of the joys that I have of playing a game is the luck component. Now, I'm not talking about divine intervention on anything here. <laughs> this is t- talking about how sometimes the dice fall on the table, right. how the cards are dealt to you. That makes a game so much fun. I mean, usually, yeah, that's part. That's the whole point, right? Like, it is the luck of the draw, should they say. So we're going to talk a little bit about this today. Launch out onto the loop with us as we discuss luck and related lucky things today on Curiosity Continuum. Everybody, this is Josh, and this is Brian. Welcome to the podcast or Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and you want to dive deeper, please visit us at curiosicontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in, and let's start the conversation. Okay, so luck. Everybody comes into the frame a little bit differently with this particular term. So like we talked about in the intro, this is really that element of chance that comes in. Sometimes I reg- I actually like am envious about you are so lucky, this person over here. It's like everything just seems right. to hit. <laughs> right. Sometimes it's maybe a commentary on did it hit for you the way you wanted to, and you're kind of self-assessing your life. I'm going to stop here and let Josh say something more meaningful right here. (laughs) (laughs) I just think about this component sometimes because you can do the same thing a hundred times and not have the same result. You can have the same result except for one time where something different happens and it is a random occurrence of chance, which we would call luck. Which, so let's talk about... Yeah, like, go ahead, Brian. No, what were you going to say? So there's an that? example that I think about is Post-it notes, mm-hmm. right? So 3M, which was a company grows that, yep. that's in the state where Josh and I grew up. Yep. Minnesota okay. Mining and Manufacturing. It's 3M. So He didn't even need Wikipedia for that, folks. I'm just <laughs> telling you. He knows the things. <laughs> the goal of the Post-it note adhesive was to create a super adhesive, like a super glue. Right. And the guy was actually like, when it didn't work, and he just like put it in a jar. And it was like, okay, this is just crap. Not going to work. Just set it there. And I guess it just sat there for a while until he was uh, working on a project where he wanted to make a book, a removable bookmark. And he's like, oh, I have this glue. <laughs> and he took it out. <laughs> and being a good, you know, a good uh, scientist and a good engineer, he had his... You know, he had a code on it, and he just looked it up, and he knew the formula, tried it, it worked great. And there you go. Billion dollars later, billions of dollars later, there's Post-it notes. <laughs> and it, cha- it changed how you thought about things. It's so funny. It's like, I wish I had a note that was sticky. 
I sometimes find myself doing that. Like it's a common thing. I can just go buy post notes, but there was a point in the world where it didn't exist. Right. And so sometimes like in the real world, like a game is like a board game is kind of a compressed version of what happens in real life. Correct. I've heard that same thing said about uh, like shows like CSI or where there's like forensic work going on. And when real like forensic folks have commented on it, <laughs> right. they go, yeah, it's accurate. It just moves a lot faster on the television show than it does in real life. Oh, <laughs> sure. Because they've got a constraint of time. You know, so they're trying to get it done in an hour <laughs> yes. where it might take days, months, years in real life. And I think part of this is understanding how people kind of came into the frame. So if it's the scientist, right, and he put it on a shelf, it's like, well, it wasn't good. It was actually a failure until it wasn't. And there was a recognition of how this could be used. See, I think sometimes luck, when you talk about the timing element of it, it may not be the right time for that particular thing. Until it is. And I know it seems like, well, right, but how do you know if you're lucky or not? Well, honestly, a lot of it is being consistent and showing up and doing some of the work so that when that opportunity opens, you kind of have like you're ready to go through. And you don't necessarily know when those doors open or not. Right. And you you got to be cognizant, too, of your surroundings and kind of like what's going on. So luck really isn't luck. Luck is, there is a little portion of luck. Like you might, there is some things that we can't as human beings just comprehend all at once, all the time. So what we may think is of a random convergence of chance really is you, like Brian said, maybe putting in some work and saying, you know what, this is just not working. I'm going to shelve this idea and just going to either start over or Go off onto your own because this is all about, too, about using skills and building on your previous skills and realizing at some point that like, oh, I got to like back up because I'm going too far ahead. This is not working. And so you want to have the luck element, quote unquote, involved, which really is you just trying something new. There's a there's a principle that talks about kind of being ready in and out of season for that time. Some of it, honestly, when you start doing work and you start to be consistent about something, uh, living in the Nashville greater area for so long, tremendous amount of songwriting talent in this town. I mean, like you can sneeze in the grocery store and you're going to sneeze on like two people who basically had more hit records than you could probably think about (laughs) ever doing in your lifetime. Sometimes those songs don't hit until they do, until it's like this is the right song for this artist in this moment of time. It's the right recording, the right group of musicians, and then that song gets out there. And this, the songwriter has been doing it, and it's maybe a five-year-old song. And I said, yeah, lucky for them, they got the hits. Like, no, they wrote that five years ago. Right. And they just were diligent to, to keep to it. To keep working. To, yeah. Yeah. You know, here's the other thing about the, the 3M scientists, to loop it back. They kept their work. They didn't say because it failed in that moment that it was a complete run That it was just garbage. Yeah. And that's part of it too. Like you always hear the saying, press your luck. You're pressing your luck, you know? And I like to think of it like, not really. I'm doing something that I think is going to work, but I know it's going to, it's different than what I've tried. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it just a little Mm -hmm. different next time. And I look at that as not like, oh, I'm just redoing the same thing over and over, even though it might look like that from the outside. I am changing variable in some in some place. I'm not just doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for different results. But 
but I am changing some variable to see if I can improve my chances. And it's almost like playing the lottery in a way. If you're going to play the same numbers every day, you will eventually hit those numbers. But if you actually change up your numbers or if you can see a pattern in that, why wouldn't you take advantage of it, right? So that's kind of where I'm. maybe the lottery is a totally bad example because that is truly random numbers. But, you know, I think everybody understands, at least I know Brian does, maybe he can say it better. But this idea of pressing your luck or pressing your advantage is what I like to think of it. Like, oh, I'm I'm getting an upper hand. I'm actually starting to figure this out, so I'm going to keep pushing on it. And that's just mm-hmm. kind of, that's just, I think, just being a good human being, like just trying to do something different. Yeah. Uh, you know, on that note, there, I have an example I'll loop back to, but sometimes human beings don't realize that like they're about ready for a breakthrough just because we don't divine the future. Right. It's not like, and then exactly five days from now at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's the know. thing I always say. If you knew exactly how long you're going to live, like, like so Brian, you're going to live to like 92 years and three months and four days. Oh, I could plan for that. But you <laughs> <Exactly>. know, <laughs> you might walk up tomorrow, slip down the stairs and it's over. You know, I mean, it's morbid to think about, but that's the kind of thing. Like, so you got to plan for every possibility. And so some of that also, uh, when we loop back and we think about the game of life, like the actual game of life, not like the board game game of life. I know <laughs> yeah. we talked about board games earlier. Yeah. Um, let's talk about retirement or let's talk about planning for the years when you're not actively engaged in gainful employment or whatever right. you know adventure you're on. Eventually, you'll have enough money to retire, but you may it may, it may take 150 years based on your timeline of that, and you're not going to live to that. That means you're going to work to the day you die. Is it because life isn't fair? Sometimes it's not fair. No. You know, it's like sometimes, you know, like the good and the bad people, they catch breaks, good and bad. It's just how it goes. Part of that, though, too, is understanding where these timelines line up. If you're going to live, let's say, to about 80 years old and your retirement plan is going to take 250 years to execute, I would say if you want to enjoy that you have to change something you're doing, so that you encounter the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like if, uh, say, boy, you know, I wish I met more musicians and I never go to hang out with musicians. If I don't know anybody and I don't seek them out, I mean, sometimes a blind pig finds a truffle. It's kind of the old yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, but, or, you know, a, a clock is, a broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to hit that twice a time every day. You know, you're going to, you're, you might hit that, you, but you won't have the skills. You won't have the relationships, which 90% of quote unquote luck in business and luck in life is knowing people. If you know the right person, get put in front of the right person at the right time, but you have to do that work beforehand. It's ne- it's almost never, in, uh, at least in my experience, and I'm sure Brian's experience too, it's almost never do you just like stumble across a person you need on the day you need them. No. It, it it for me it's never worked that no. way. I've never gotten a job ever, like in my entire past of career stuff, right? And I've had a few. Never because I was the shiniest like rock in the pile in the big resume repository right. of sadness <laughs> that happens. Right. And it it's somebody knew me and I knew them and they got me in to have, at least have the interview. Now I had to carry it across the finish line. I was a completely completely unqualified or just totally blew it. That's on me. But right. 
those relationships are important and those relationships are not built overnight. There's at least a couple of times where you're going to like say, does this make sense? And if it does, then you kind of like, great. And you kind of tuck that away. That's honestly why I, if for me, it was a, a practiced thing to be able to go and do business networking. Cause I used to think like, ah, oh, it's just people doing the thing. Well, some right. people are, and you right. can kind of read those people pretty quickly. But if you're there just to have a conversation with people, and it's going to be uncomfortable. I was not comfortable doing this, but I've gotten very comfortable with it. And I know like what I, where I'm at, I know uh, I want to talk to people, and I, I know that 100% of the people, it's not going to be a fit. That's okay. I know the people I want to work with. I know people that it's nice, but there's no forward motion. And I know some people like, I will avoid like the plague, and that's okay. Right. <laughs> but- you have to do that work. And it's like, well, you know, Brian just knows all the right people because he does. He's lucky. It's like, no, it's a lot of time and effort, you know, putting yourself out there and investing. So I think what we're really talking about is maybe not the, the random convergence of chance, but it is the stacking of the deck in your favor, right? Yes. Like this is what appears to be luck, but it's really not. It is you doing the work beforehand. People didn't see you. And I know we bring them up a lot, like Jeff Bezos and people like Elon Musk, because these are like modern day people that have done stuff that seems insurmountable, right? But they put in the time before, and we might not have seen that. You know, we didn't see when they were struggling and eating, you know, rice and beans for dinner and lunch and breakfast and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because at some point, some of these people, they were. I mean, they literally were poor. Or I would say, you know, uh, just slightly above the poverty line, you know? And so they put in the time because they're like, I don't want to be like this. How can I make, I stack the deck in my favor so in the future I can be the lucky one. And this is what we're talking about. It's about doing the work, setting the ground rules, stacking the deck in your favor, you know? And all this idea of, oh, this person is just super lucky. Everything falls great for them. Sometimes that's true. But nine times out of 10, it's not. It's those people have done work in the past to stack the deck in the favor for them for their future. So it's really about being prepared for a time that's indeterminate, but understanding the factors that go into being, right. quote, lucky. And right? I always say, that, so it's, say this too, like chance favors the prepared mind. Yes. And Listen to that again. Say yep. it slower for folks out there. <laughs> <laughs> Chance favors the prepared mind, which means you need to be cognizant of your surroundings and everything that can happen from what you do, because your life is what you is a sum of your choices. Right. So make sure that. And sometimes we, we can't be there's stuff that's thrust upon us all the time that we can't choose, but there's a lot of things that we can choose. We can always choose how we react to that stuff, too. So remember, be prepared. Mm -hmm. And so some of the areas to be prepared in is, uh, you know, understanding a subject matter. Like if it's going to be something like career wise, let's just pick on career for a minute, yeah. right? Like, are you, are you educating yourself? It doesn't mean that you formally went to college. Like if, you know, you need a specific degree to be a doctor, that's one thing. If you're in like a business environment, you know, what education do you have or what do you, how are you learning now about it? Are you reading the right kinds of publications? Are you listening to the right kinds of people in that industry? Are you, whatever it may be, are you kind of understanding the lingo that goes into it, right? That's an important skill. Then it's like, where do people like this hang out? 
Right. How do they dress? What do they wear? You know, like, we're not asking you to be an automaton. No. But we're asking you to be aware of your surroundings. That's contextual awareness, which Josh and I have pounded to death. That's the whole podcast. (laughs) The overarching theme of every episode is contextual awareness. Yes. So if your context is not set up for you to find luck, quote unquote, then you need to say, what needs to change? And then those factors that you can control, that's on you. That's on you to go do the work. So you have the prepared mind when chance comes along. Correct. <laughs> and you go, you know what? I can do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Instead so. of thinking like, oh, I can't do that. Think of it. I can do that because I've got this, this, and this in, in place already. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, figure it out and get it in place. You may not be around for that opportunity, but the next one's coming. And know that there's a finite amount of times opportunity will present itself. Right. And so the time that, Josh, there's another time, yes. It will not be the same thing. No, it's not going to be the same opportunity, but it might be a similar one. So re- learn from you know mistakes or past not doings or procrastinations and push forward, right? That's it. I think we can put a comma here in the conversation, huh? I think so, too. We rambled on quite enough. All right. Well, until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum. Thank mm-hmm. you.